welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by MAP. My name is Alex Clements and if you do need any new cycling kit, make sure you head to map.cc this week, especially this week. They've got a mountain of new stuff on their website, including the team Bib Evo, which I've been told that has taken seven years of development to get to this point. So I haven't written these new nicks, but based off my uh, previous experiences with their kit, I'm sure it is uh, class A. So if you didn't need any, anything... Head to map.cc, check out their socials. It's all going on over at MAP headquarters. Today on the podcast, Max Gorn makes his return for 2021. Uh, we speak on Friday afternoon, the 19th, so the Friday before Milan San Remo on the Saturday night. And we talk about Milan San Remo and everything else that's going on. The last two weeks at Paris Nice and Torino Adriatico, Strata Bianchi, the the cross boys getting to the top of the league, where everyone else fits, um, and our predictions for tomorrow night. Uh, if you do like this podcast, please share it on the socials and um, or leave a review on the iTunes, short, iTunes store. That's also muchly appreciated. And if you do want to see the video too, it's shot uh, and on the YouTube um, channel, Stanley Street Social. Welcome, Max. Welcome, Campbell. Welcome, Max, to HQ. First time at uh, official head office. At the studio. At the studio. Yeah. This is what it, this is what I thought it looked like, Yeah. to be fair. It, it's just quite professional. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much triple M, you know, much of a matcha. Similar. I was actually, I was on Nova this morning and I can't see too much of a difference. Good. Good. That's what I expected. There's, uh, we're, here to, we're here today to talk about the like everything that's going on at the moment. There's been... So much going on, Max. You were touching on before, UAE Tour and a couple other Belgian races have been on in between, which I don't even have on the run sheet. Like, yeah. There is just a gazillion things going on and it's so good. There's cycling, I don't know, I don't know, for me, it has, it is in a, such an exciting state Yep. and the people uh, that are at the top are just out of control. I think it's good that there's five guys. I think that's what's cool. It's not just Froomey winning everything, although he wasn't a classics rider, but it's not just Froomey and Cancellara winning everything. It's five guys, uh, MVDP, Van Aert, Pogacar, Roglic, and Alaphilippe, just in a league of their own. Mm. And, yeah, and also also the kind of the team strength. It seems like we get, we get into the back end of races and it's not just like... De Koenig still always have the numbers, yep. but... There's always there's just like these more one out situations where guys are just going head to head, and the two cross boys are just at the top of their game. We might start. Um, actually, first of all, Campbell, are you pretty happy that you're not a bike rider right now? Like, not that I not that I ever just ever questioned my decision to stop cycling, but at the moment you're like, I'm so I would be so far from the mark, and these guys are just. Next, next level. Well, I, are you talking just specifically now because of the the quality that's I'm, at the top? I'm just no chance. It just seems like it's here. it's no, there's no no chance, yeah. zero chance. Well, it's a bit like that. Like Max said, there's a handful of guys that are winning, and if these guys are showing up at races, good luck to anyone else winning. I mean, we saw Mad's worst win from the breakaway in a stage at Torino. That's really the only kind of upset non-champion we've had win in the last month or so so to answer your question alex yeah i'm pretty happy that i'm not not racing on the circuit at the moment it, there just must be some guys like that are just in the bunch going just like what do you do like madworth smith winning that stage the amount of things that had to go right for him to win that stage numerous and it's just these other guys just cleaning up strata was um was a pretty good example we had a select group go from pretty early doors. Vanderpol started. All the boys were there. No one had teammates. It was, it was just, it was just good. He it's dropped bike racing. He dropped Van Art relatively early, but that's not concerning, is it? That was his first race. So I'm, I'm looking towards Milan San Remo. There's, can Vanderpol drop Van Art again? Surely not. Van Art's the better climber. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's at the end of. 290 odd k isn't it the poggio the final climb so that comes into the equation but i don't think the distance is going to be a problem yeah. for either of these boys well, they're going to attack from 120 out probably so well maybe we might <laughs> see a completely different landscape yeah. of the race because teams think well if we come to the poggio 
with these guys, there's no way of, of dropping him. And even if we don't drop him, they're still going to torch us in, in the sprint. Mm. So I think I saw on your Sorkin notes over there, Alex, can Caleb win San Remo? Well, I don't know because Wood Van Aert touched him up in a bunch sprint at Torino last week. So, I mean, if you're in the Lotto Sudal camp, you must be thinking, how are we going to win this race? They've got Gilbert there who's going to be going for the his fifth monument, which could work for, for Sudal, but at the same time, it's always tricky having this two-pronged sort of attack. You don't really know who your real leader is which makes it tricky surely phil jill's over the over the edge well, I don't, well, surely you, didn't look great. you tell that to phil jill i can't remember which one i was watching at the time because i both got at the same time in italy or france the races this week but which one did jill bear ride i reckon he rode i reckon he rode in italy and he just he got dropped he just got dropped so early i know he's probably riding to get himself fit for san remo but i don't think he's in the question is he for me no, he's yeah. so he's actually so far from the question. Like he's a miles away from where Van der Poel and Van Aert are. Like a million miles away. Max, you I, get, I, get I that agree. mic up in your grill. Sorry, that's all right. I, I I do agree. I don't think he's going to be around the mark, but I think he'll want to try for it because winning all five monuments that's that's massive, isn't it? It is massive. But even like uh, there was, I don't know. Another example is GVA. Looking at the team, looking at the start list before, like GVA, he's off the pace. Two two years ago, it was all about GVA. It was yep. the GVA show, and then now he just seems so far from. Even all of those quick step guys, like yeah. Stebar and uh, Asgreen, and like they just they're going to need to attack from a long way out and hope that they they don't get followed. Mm. Mm. Should we should we just go back to I guess the two tours that were running yep. um, last week. Normally, normally in cycling, it's one of the things I hate the most is there's too much bike racing on it at the one time. But last last week, it was it was pretty elite it on was the both pog, the pog and the rog show. Yeah, both ends of the stick. Uh, Torino first, Cambo. You touched on this to start off with opening stage. Caleb Ewan got touched up in the bunch kick by Wood Van Aert, <laughs> who was pretty much running Han solo. Not that Caleb's got some scorcher lead out, but and he turned out that he was a little bit off off uh, health down the track. Well, didn't didn't Woot? Uh, he the Jumbo Visma train got a little bit thin towards the end. And I think he jumped out from second and just held on to his lead. Mm. Uh, he's ridiculous. How many how many times does someone win the bunch kick on day one? Wins the TT on the last day <laughs> and second on the general to the guy that won the Tour de France last year, ahead of Bernal. Whoever else was there, it's it's unbelievable, and I think we talked a little bit about this last year. Is he going to be a GC rider? I think kind of our question was answered here. I think in a couple of years he's going to be targeting Grand Tours. He'd need to somehow in his training. This is where I'm asking you guys the question because probably know more. Surely he he needs to train and lose a little bit of weight to be able to continually get over mountains, which would therefore put him out of the Vanderpool battle, wouldn't he? I'd say so. If if I mean, he's listed here as 78 kilos. That's probably probably about five kilos too heavy. I reckon, yeah. I reckon you, can probably, you can probably win a Grand Tour at 72, 73. But anymore, you're starting to get on, on the heavy side of things. But, I mean, we saw, saw last year he can climb as good as anyone on that mountain TT. What was he, third or fourth? Yep. Um, so he can definitely do it. But I think his sprinting and his, and his classics uh, ambitions will have to be put to the side, whether he wants to do that or not. Um, did, he's in a nice position to be able to make that decision. Did you see him climbing the stage Pog 1? The stage that Pog got his time to, guess, I guess, claim the GC victory. Did you see his climbing performance? Yes. It was out of control. It was just him. He had no just, team. He had no team. Yeah. He was riding yeah. the whole thing. And Bernal and Thomas were he getting dropped, hooped. He dropped Egan. <laughs> Egan's getting hooped. I wasn't around. I don't think maybe... No, none of us were around for when Indurain was winning Tour de France's. I'd like to go back and see some old footage of him just climbing at his own pace, the big diesel. I think that's probably a little bit what Van Aert's going to have to do. Bradley Wiggins didn't when he won the Tour de France, just ride at this this power and just be disciplined, not follow attacks. I think that's the sort of climber that he's going to have to have to become, but yep. he can do it, no he's, doubt. The, the, the list of names he beat on that stage are Fuglsang, Bernal, Thomas Bardet, Nibali, Alaphilippe. <laughs> And back to my original point of like, the, like surely there's these guys sitting in the peloton just going like, like Bardet, what, <laughs> what, what, what am I meant to do? This guy beat K- 
Caleb Ewan in the stage one, and now he's blowing my doors off, riding the front um, on the mountain climb. It and just, then beats Ghana in the TT, who we thought was going to be unbeatable for the next 10 years in time trials. It doesn't make any sense. It's not as impressive. The, the biggest stage for mine was stage five. When the three of them were just out by themselves a long way, it was a relatively flat stage. It was there was some bumps, which obviously caused the. But Vanderpoel almost tanked on the line. Pogacar put in one of the best rides I've ever seen in my life, and Van Art was a minute in front of the peloton as well. It was just crazy riding. They were just doing their own race, and the peloton were like, "All right, these let's just let these three go." I think we've seen this this parkour before in Torino. I think Sagan might have won it a couple yeah, of years right. ago. It always seems to be wet. There's this filthy steep hill, and we saw last week that the leaders were exposed. With it was like a one-day classic type, type a lot, ride, a lot yeah. like a one-day classic, exactly. And and Matthew took the bull by the horns and blew up in the last 10k. He said he couldn't ride it over 200 watts, but hung on. But uh, I think it just goes to show that Tadair is the real deal. If he can handle himself on on days like that, that was a ride, big Pog- time. That was the ride of both tours, pocket cars ride to try and chase Vanderpool. Yeah. And also hats off to Bernal for getting stuck in on a real filthy day like that as well. So I think Bernal is coming up to a good level. Um, are we? Do we know what Grand Tour he's doing? Has he been confirmed the for the Giro? Yeah. I don't know where they're at, Ineos. Well, I think this is on your it's notes as well. It's on the notes. Yeah. It's just Ineos question mark. Yeah. He was really good at Strata, I thought. Like, yeah. Made that final split, him, Alaphilippe. Well, they've got their other young British fellow who's riding extremely well from cycling Pidcock. cross as well, wouldn't he? Pidcock, yeah. Yeah, yeah Pidcock's lining up this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes with the distance and against the big boys. Not that that was really an issue at, I think it was Kern, Brussels Kern, where he just helped himself to a third place from like a bunch kick <laughs> at 60-odd kilos. <laughs> hmm. And he also ran a 13-minute um, 5K couple of weeks ago that I, think, I think it was yeah, I, I think that. it was proved that it was a little bit fake so I think it would have put him in um, top 10 in the world champs on the on the track <laughs> 10k so what's your 5k time at the moment Maxi? no I wouldn't I wouldn't be anywhere near 13 I don't think uh, 5k I wouldn't have run 5k to a clock since I got drafted so I can't tell you unfortunately um, Stefan Kung beat Ghana in that time trial as well he did yeah there was heaps going on that time trial yeah, yeah. What was your take, Cambo? Well, I I thought I thought it was going to be Ghana. Obviously, everyone thought it was everyone like everyone had locked in their tip for the next five years of time trialing is just going to be the Ghana show. Yep. And especially, I think it was a was it ten clicks. Yeah, it's like eleven like, minutes. It's searing quick. It's it's right yeah, up his alley. It's Ghana yep. through and through. I think the last two K I saw on Ineos on their socials, it was it was five sixty watts or something for the last couple of K. So. I mean, what's with that? What's Van Aert and and Kung doing as well? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's 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 incredible. But uh, yeah, Stefan Kung and I also saw Benjamin Thomas from FDJ was also up there in the top five as well. So FDJ kind of becoming like a little bit of it. We saw this actually a couple of years ago when Kung went over there. Just the whole TT kind of setup came a long way. They had Lu, uh, Tobias Lugvissen in, in 10th as well. So three guys from FDJ in the top 10 in a TT. Uh, and they're trying to tell their leader a secret little message here. <laughs> <laughs> Although Thibaut actually rode a good time trial as well from memory. I, yeah, yeah, he's 15th. Yeah. He was 15th at 35 seconds. So I know that uh, Jürgen Landry, he was the, the TT specialist for the equipment at BMC. He's now at FDJ. So there could be... Could be something in there, and, and Stefan Kung is also also there, just bringing up the general level. So that's just something that, worth noting. Look at that name under Pino as well. Domenico Pozzavipo <laughs> was finished top sixteen in a TT <laughs> <laughs> on a ten k. What? <laughs> <sighs> is there been any announcements about what um, Pino is doing this year? What FTJ are doing this year? Reference I, Tour de France. Every time I listen to the commentary around Gadu when he does something on the rides that I watch. They all say he's the leader. So for the, for the tour. Yeah, so the commentators are all saying Gadu's the leader. I haven't heard much out of FDJ. I, I think well Pino's listed here as doing the Giro. Okay. Yeah. So I think he was my tip for the Tour de France last year. He was your and tip. And he um he fell off a cliff. Mm. I think I'll put him on the podium for the Welter as well. Didn't even feature in anything. So it's all in for David Gadu. David Gadu. Is he one of your men? He is one of my men. Yeah. I want a I want a good long range multi on <laughs> David Gidu. 
Any, um, do you want to do you want an update on any results? Yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? Just a couple of smashing in <laughs> Vanderpols. That's all. You can't bet against them at the moment. No. Yeah, there's no. Well, I, is, I haven't been getting the roughie because there's been no roughies. Is yeah? Is it kind of ruined it? Like, what? I'll tell you, you who you I did get. Actually, that's right. I knew I had a roughie to give you. The TT in Paris Nice, Bissing, Bissinger. Ah, yes. Were you, were you on it? Yes, because if he's riding, yeah. he's yeah, riding there, UAE. There was something to go off of, but hats off for, yeah. for taking the, that on. His UAE ride. Look out. And his helmet. <laughs> his helmet just made me want it. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening and haven't seen what helmet he wore. Mm. Um, anything else from... Torino before we go start chatting about Paranese. The only other thing I had written down here is that just the Pog put four minutes and 13 seconds into Egan on that climb. That's a, that's a big margin. Yeah, I think when you look at the GC overall, apart from uh, Van Aert, everyone is four minutes behind the Pog. Mm. So the Pog, Pog v. Rog show is genuinely on it's again. It's on. It's on. Until the final TT where Pog will get him and Rog will break. Mm. Mikel Vander in third, just quietly. Yeah, where where is he at? I've, he's not going to be competing for Grand they Tours, did, is he? He can't be. I've, I've, in stage six, correct me if I'm wrong. Was stage six a bit of a hilly finish? It was the second last stage. Were there there was a group that sort of attacked a little bit, and Lander was part of that. Bernal had a go, and then he fell out the back. Yeah. Um, so Lander must have had good-ish legs to, and then Simon Yates obviously did his big attack to try and catch Pog. Yeah. But it was too late. But yep. Bernal definitely did get out the front for a little bit. Is Lander the man for the? T- is that is it the tour team? Is that is that is he the guy? Like him? Well, Paul's now there. There now. Hagee's there now. Good climbing contingent. There's no doubt about it. I think Damiano Caruso will be in that mix too. But. Is I think I think a podium is 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 their best case scenario a third a third at at the tour or wherever Lander chooses to go realistically. Mm. Paris-Nice. Just one more thing. Yeah. Joao Almeida was sixth, so yeah. his performance at the Giro last year. I think they're now seeing him as a genuine GC. They're still confused though. They don't know with Alaphilippe in the team. You can never have a GC rider for mine because he's just a lot of those stages he targets. Yeah. You could see the confusion between them at times, Alaphilippe yeah. and Almeida. Yeah. Didn't mm. the stage at Alaphilippe won at, at, at Torino? He overtook his teammate. He de attacked with like. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if he hadn't have attacked, his teammate may have held on. I think he probably made the right call. You reckon? I think so, because like you said. Was it he, Steve Barr? It was Steve Barr, wasn't it? I think it, it was. Was it Steve Barr? I can't remember. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, he he might have won. But at the same time, Valphilippe didn't go, and then Correct. his teammate got rolled by someone else. Maybe it was the plan all, yeah. all along, but um, yeah, Valphilippe's not going to let that up. Mm. He's in the wolf pack, yeah. But I think he's got his own. He's got his own little. His own little place there. You can't forget Valphilippe when you talk about these big four because he beat him in stage three. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's obviously. Do you, do you feel talent. like talent-wise though that he's just that just that touch behind? Like he's he needs his panache and craftiness to win. You're basing that on the Strade when Van der yeah. just rode him off his wheel, like at, like made him look like he was going backwards. Yeah, maybe that was too steep and gravel got him. Maybe it got him. Maybe he's just keeping his cards co- close to his chest. Early days, it's early days yet. Yeah. Tour de France's. That's his real wheelhouse, home turf. I think so. And also the, the Ardennes, Liège will probably mm. be the ma- major one for him. Yeah. Um, Paris-Nice. From a sprinting point of view, it was the Morkoff-Brackets-Bennett show. Morkoff just every time. We talk about it all the time. Just Sprinters back, at that team back, are going to win a lot, a lot of races and... And before Sam Bennett went there, you wouldn't have thought that he was like a like he was he was bloody good, but you wouldn't say he's the best sprinter in the world. Goes to Quickstep, he's probably the man to beat at the moment. He's the man, yeah, yeah, he's the man to beat. I think um, I don't know from last year it was like him and Caleb were the fastest. Caleb was arguably faster, but he was never delivered well. Yeah, he they they still look like the two. And you can add Demar. He'll he'll get some legs at some point, but everyone else looks like a class below, don't they? 
Who else is there? Like, there's the, Ackerman. Ackerman. Ackerman's off. Buhani. Viviani's. Viviani's off. Well past it. Brian Cockard. <laughs> <laughs> the Cav. We're going to put Cavendish. the Cav in there. Well, he's, he's back at the Cav, the Cav could be back. <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on him anyway, getting, getting a contract from Patrick? Is that a little bit of... We'll give you a chop out, give you a contract for another year yeah. or, or there obviously is some value having Mark Cavendish on your team for other reasons than just pure racing. Well, the racing's not really doing much. No. He gets dropped very quickly. I, I imagine there's some expectations at Quick Step that you have to be in good enough shape if you want to be riding for our team. And in the last couple of years, he, you know, let's be honest, is there he probably ob- hasn't been there. Is there an obligation for the European teams to perf- to field a team in the Europe in the Europe um, calendar? In those smaller races, like the Sam's, yeah, that you have to. If they're like a world tour category, there's yeah. certain categories you have to f- send a certain amount of riders. Otherwise, you get a fine. So therefore, they need some numbers. They need numbers. That's why there's and squads I, of I th- thirty. Yeah, I think uh, I think Cab brings commercial value. I think yeah. it would have so. been um, it would have been pretty handy for like little sponsorship negotiations when they're signing them at time, especially giving them a bit of a UK presence. Um, but yeah. I don't. I don't think he could be saved from quick step. It's the place where people get revived or make their greatness. But I just, I just can't see it happening. I probably tend to agree. He's not gonna. He's not gonna beat anyone of the bunch sprint at the moment. No. Cohen to court would get him. <laughs> he hasn't won a pro pro race in his career, and he's forty two. <laughs> um. So we had. The Pog at Torino, Roglic over the other side at Paris-Nice. Again, we're talking about people that are a class above. He was a class above. Genuinely clinical. There was a lot of talk about the stage where he overtook the, the lone breaker. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of hate for Rog there, actually. Wow. And they reckon that was uh, the whole everyone going to the front of the peloton to help burn Rog when he crashed was a bit like, this is payback for taking on... Taking on the fellow who lost his lost his. Uh, what are your th- What are your thoughts on that? Because we were actually here watching it with a yeah. with a couple of buddies, and I I really liked it. Winning winning stages of world tour races is yeah. hard. There's yeah. no gifts. Correct. So I didn't see a problem with it at all. I thought it just showed that he's bloody hungry and he loves winning. And you got to be a cold blooded killer, I think, to. To win big races, do you there's no to, gifts. Do you have to just have a good bone in your body for that day that he does get caught out and needs to needs a friend in the peloton? Yeah, I don't think he went out of his way to like make an enemy. You know, yep. so I, I I would I would hate to see the peloton turn on Roglic for that. And to be fair, there was a couple of people giving him their wheel to help him get back on. Yeah. A cockard was was it was it was a cockard or Buhani? It was one of those older sprinters that was riding with Rog to try and get him back <laughs> in the group. The turn. <laughs> but what are your what are your two boys' thoughts on it? I I was completely fine with it. I think winning culture is important. That's my opinion, but I don't know what mm. the what the the etiquette um, the is. etiquette is in cycling. If someone's been in the break and you're a GC rider, and you're going to get time no matter what. If you need that extra ten seconds win bonus, because there was this argument, you know, this could have changed this bloke's career, which is probably true. If you get a Paris Nice stage in the Palmares, you yeah. sign another contract for next year. Roglic wasn't having any of it. <laughs> Alex, what are you being quiet over there? I don't mind it. I think um, they are right. It would have changed his career, but that's why it's so hard. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not. Oh yeah, you just go ride bike races because there's these rules that yeah you give them the stage like. Roglic's that good because he's a savage competitor. Yeah. Gino Mada. Mada. Yeah. Yeah. He would have changed his career. Absolutely. But, yeah. We're not, they're no not, we're not there to make friends. Exactly. Jumbo, and, Jumbo. But the fact that Rog had won three stages already, is that <laughs> <laughs> including a bunch sprint? <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. No problem. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm all about it. The guy writing his three million euro check at the end of the day is not going to go... Oh, it would have been nice if he gave that guy an extra stage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He he was just he was he was so good. He he looked like he had those mount. Obviously, there's one asterisk against one of the stages, but he, the ones that he won, three stages. He he looked like everything was in control. Yep. There was no doubt. There was no. Ooh, this is a bit uncomfortable for me. He was just 
out and out the best climber. Not as clinical from Jumbo. No. They got dropped very early, George, and who was the other uh, main domestique he guessing? had? Guessing? No, Guessing had Van Aert. Kreuzberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got dropped. He was on his own for a lot of it, but it didn't seem to bother him because a lot of other teams were attacking him anyway. So he didn't have to sort of, he could just sit in behind wheels. Mm. He attacked late in all those ones was the main one. He didn't attack early. He didn't have to hold a massive gap. Like the one where he got Gino um, Mada, he um, he attacked extremely late. Yeah. But he attacked hard. Didn't yeah, he? Was, if you go that solid. hard with three minutes to go and you can really just sustain, you don't need any teammates, you can go all in. Um, that's kind of becoming his bread and butter now, isn't it? That attack yeah. with 1K to go and hang it, on if you can. It wasn't a strong GC field, Parry Nice. No. There was our boy Lucas, but in the scheme of things, he's, he's not a, a strong GC rider yet. Um, and then Vlasov and Shackman would be the two. And Vlasov looked okay. Bit how you going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you, you are. I mean, if we're being serious, it was it was a little bit thinner than yeah. perhaps Torino. But, I mean, Shackman won this race last year. He came back and wins it again. Vlasov is Did one it finish of the, last year? Yeah. Yeah. Last. Shackman, that's B2B for him. Last yeah, right. days. And Vlasov is... An up and coming climb. I think him and Lucas are probably going to be going head to head for a for a number of years. And then you look at some some part timers in the in the rest of the tip, top ten: Benud, Guillaume, one Matan, of my boys here, Guillaume, uh, Matteo Jorgensen. So yeah, still I think it was a, a super ride from Lucas to be to be fourth in the general at Paris, which is considered one of the the biggest one week races of the year. Yeah. Mm. The other thing too, Roglic was third in the TT, real solid throughout too. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously in Super Nick. Um, do you want to chat about Hamilton v Matthews up that climb that Roglic Roglic um, beat Laporte and Matthews yeah. that one yeah yeah, yeah. We, were, we were touching on this just pre-show it was an interesting dynamic seeing that transition between uh, it was kind of like after the after the hardish stages it would suit Matthews and they were into the mountains and but Matthews was still there with did he have a a jersey, or was he second on the? So Matthews was he, kind of still in the GC he race. Was still in the GC yeah. race, but it just looked like they had no idea what was going on. They were just looking at each other, going, "Oh, do you ride for me?" They were doing weird things. They both got to the front at one point and rode. Like both of them were doing a pull at the same time. I'm like, "Oh, I don't think they get it." <laughs> do I ride for you? Do you ride for me? I just thought, thought that was an interesting dynamic. Mm. Matthews is. I mean, I, I I like the guy. I mean, I don't know him, but I like how he rides. But this big five, he's sort of lost now, isn't he? He's not going to win a bunch sprint, um, and he's and he's not uh, going to survive the hills. I get that was his the one the, the lumpy stages, but there's someone better than him in lumpies now, isn't there? Well, that's the thing. I mean, with these two guys, especially Van Vanderpool and Van Art, where do you, these sort of uphill sprint specialists get their wins from? Where's Peter Sargent? Can Peter Sagan challenge? Is it a big six? Was Sagan at... He was he's, at Torino. He's recovering from COVID. So, Torino was his p- first race post-COVID. Mm. So, I'll give him an out. He didn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he, he didn't do much at Torino, I must say. But he's at Milan San Remo, Sagan. That, that kind of rider is just in strife. Like where, where do they fit now? I reckon Sagan, the the amount of swagger he has and reading his book and whatnot, he'll want to beat Van der Poel and Van Aert. Can he though? That's the is thing. He, is he he'll, he's, everything is on that right now. He's put in all of his goals in just one race where he can get them. Was he? He's thirty, turning thirty-one this year. So there needs to be Sagan's greatest strength is probably his bike handling. But the cyclocross boys have <sighs> bike handling. That's yeah, it. Kings. Yeah. Just just on Michael Matthews, I think he's won. Won three races since the start of 2019. Any big ones? Lots of seconds and thirds. Yeah, lots, lots of, of lots of thereabouts. But he had a shocking run in tour one year where it just seemed like he just won every best of the rest bunch kick. Yeah. But was never in the mix for the win. So he won one of the one days in Canada. At the end of 2019, I think he won one stage... It'll be the same issue at Bike Exchange if he goes to a Grand Tour because they're quite a GC team as well. Mm. So you always have to tie toe that line. And he won Breton last year. So 
Not a whole lot of victories, they, but like uh, we we're just saying, with Van der Poel and Van Aert, there's not that much to go around for the rest. These are the ones, the one-day classics where there's no GC rider and he is literally the rider that they'll be, t- they'll be aiming for. Mm. These are the ones where he's got his chance to get a whole team working for him. Yeah. They're not really the right kind of runs, are they, Campbell? <laughs> well, we talked about that. They're not the right type of runs, correct? Then the last stage, obviously, um, something happened to Roglic on the downhill, crashed again on the final downhill, loses the GC on the final stage of another ASO race how, that has a yellow jersey. <laughs> how bad was that vision of when he was almost like 50 metres off into the back of the peloton? It got so close. Yeah, that's what I'd say Ineos get their man on there. Jumbo Jumbo didn't. If that was an Ineos rider, Ineos get there or a quick step, they get back on. Jumbo were Jumbo didn't have the legs apart from Just rog, a bit off the pace. Apart from the rog. You, you touched on this before, but how was the take-up of riding once like he was out the hoop? It was phenomenal. Everyone was there. Assos was there. <laughs> Lewis Leon Sanchez came back from the break, didn't he? Or something like that. Confidus was there. Like, it was like... They were pulling people back from the break. What did this guy do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We don't have any intel on, on what, his, um, what his status is in the bunch, but... The Confidus one was interesting. And the Assos one. I was they like, weren't riding for Viviani. And um, Guy Martin wasn't, wasn't going for a <laughs> seventh position. Let's, let's make sure we get seventh. <laughs> But yeah, just I was talking before. That's um, it was Dauphiné last year in the yellow jersey. Didn't start the next day. Tour de France comes unstuck on the time trial. Crashes in Paris Nice. I know they're all kind of different situations, but it's three races now that he's he's coughed up on on the last day or while wearing the yellow jersey. So, is there anything in that? Is it just bad luck? Can there be that much bad luck? What is the tour finishing with a TT? Do we know? To us, I don't. Sorry, that's why you're way underprepared for that question. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you two just talk between yourself. I'll, I'll look that up. I'd love to see what the two is finishing with. But at the same, uh, he he did win the Vuelta last year too, so he, he can close out he races. Probably, he's, a lot, he's won a lot of yeah. massive races, so it's just well, just something worth noting. The one he crashed on was a bunch sprint. Uh, who won? Um, the Magnus Court. Mm. Yeah, so that the one he's crashed on ended up just being a bunch sprint race, didn't it? Yeah, a flat. Yeah, stage. I mean it was going to be a, a tricky stage to defend, but yeah. if you stay up upright, he yeah. would have won. Yeah, Maxi, little thirty-one k TT <laughs> not on the penultimate day to finish <laughs> off the Tour de France. Yeah, so the Pog wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how was the grit on him though? Just to like. Just keep hustling like he was. Yeah, I that admired, was a genuine I, chase. I, it was he v the peloton. I admired that. Same with that's the the, the stage in Torino that I said was unbelievable when Van Art and Pogacar just chased Vanderpol. They I admired both their rides as well. Yeah, I love those those stages where it is just man on man. It's the famous Cadell winning the yellow jersey when he had all those guys on his back and just rode for hundred k. Yeah, mm. big time. Anything else from Paris Nice before we uh, start to look at the the monument this weekend, Milan San Remo? No, I reckon we've covered it. Any smokies you picked up in uh, Paris Nice, Max? No, Paris Nice was a little bit harder. I wish I uh, got around Magnus Court in the last. <laughs> that would have been nice. I had Vlasov uh, each way, so he ended up coming second. Second on yeah, the general. So I got a little bit yeah. of money back that way. That, that last stage was written for Magnus Court. Yeah, that's why I'm that disappointed was, that, that was, I wasn't that was, all over that. That was textbook Magnus yeah. Court. I was still looking at those guys that have been like like Laporte and Matthews who were finishing every stage well. You just get tied into them and then they don't do it. Yeah. He's he's the 20-man bunch kick specialist when he's pretty much just racing climbers. Who was um who was was it Parry Nice that had the the EF rider yelling at people when he was in the breaks? Remember Kenny Esselon? Where he was he over Paranese or Torino, and there was this big EF oh, rider yeah. who was yelling at him. Yeah, so he's been out in the break all day, <laughs> yeah. and then this guy comes from the peloton <laughs> and shouting at him for not doing a turn. And Kenny Esselon, like, mate, you're going to win a bunch of sprint against me. <laughs> yeah, I hate seeing that, <laughs> mate. I've been out here all day, and you want me to give you a turn <laughs> and <I'm> fifty kilos. <laughs> uh, that's all I've got on those two. Just um, not really. On Paranese, I guess it is a little bit off the back of your question, Alex, and we did touch on it before Ineos 
Mm. What's the direction? Where are they at? They had Dylan Van Baal was their best rider on the general here. They had some issues there. I know Richie Gagan, Port probably came in as the Gagan leader. Hart also, also pulled out. Teo also pulled out. So they did have a few issues, but it seems as though off the back of the Giro last year, they've kind of had this new approach. We saw Bernal kind of having a little bit of an attack at Torino. Maybe the days of the big train on the climbs are. Is it done for them? Are they really going for a new attacking approach? Was it Adam Yates that looked okay at UAE? He did. Yeah. He did. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah, you're right. They, they they seem like they've fallen in love with their their newfound culture of uh, being able to win any stage from any position. Yeah. And now they've forgotten potentially the GC. Yeah. I mean, when you win six stages at the Giro like they did and yeah. Teo coming, well, winning the Giro, like you can see maybe why they want to go down this route, but the tried and tested winning the Tour de France the way they did, do they have the cattle to do that now? I think that's the question. Do they have the cattle? I think we were looking at their squad last year and we're like, Bernal, like Richie's coming to the team, Yates is coming to the team, Garant's there, obviously. Deplus as well. Deplus is good. Like, like wow, well, action. action Carapaz. Richard, is he? Yeah. For, Nav- me, for, me, for me, he's the man. Carapaz, he, he's, the, he's the leader. The you're man, all, you're the, all over Richard in... At our tour previews, I am. I am bullish on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. So you reckon he's the man that can so. take the rog and the pog? Because for me, at the moment, looking at what they've got, they're they're they've got tier two cattle. I don't. I don't think anyone can take it to who we we're talking about. But if anyone can, it's Carapaz. Yep. What, what's he doing? Where is he? <laughs> 5,000 meters in <laughs> Ecuador. <laughs> a bit of mum's cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Surely we can't write Egan off yet, can we? I'm not right. I think it would be foolish yeah. to do so as yeah. he won the Tour de France at twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Um but G Thomas is is he is he past it? Thomas he, Thomas can be like I I feel like Thomas will make the tour team, but he'll be the third domestique uh, almost. Of course, yeah. He'll ride at the base of the climb and get dropped six K in. Thomas's days of leading though? No, I think from what I saw, it, uh, where was he? Parini or Torino? Torino. He was at Torino. He attacked yeah. that one time where he got onto the back of. He got on Pog. Well, Pog came over the top yeah, of Pog him. Came yeah, over the top of him and then sat and on the back and got blew dropped. his doors but off. But his TT was all right. G. Yeah, his yeah. TT's always going to so be So he must solid. still have legs. But, but, but that's the thing. His TT was good, but he's also losing twenty seconds to Pogacar yeah, over right. over ten k. Yeah, so multiple multiples better on the climb. So if that's his strength. It's not really good enough, is it? Yep. It's concerning. I mean, I think he's, he's also 35 or something, Grant Thomas. He looks like he's about late, late 20s. He looks good, but he's been around for a long time. He's got to stop wearing these sunglasses that he wears. They annoy don't me. mind him. I don't <laughs> mind the jawbones. <laughs> they annoy me. <laughs> no one else can wear them ever from now on. But mm. I like him. I like yeah, oh, I I'm he's a character. massive, massive yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. He seems like a really good guy, but possibly past it. Hmm. Milano San Remo this going, weekend going to be a genuine race. I'm disappointed it doesn't mix with the GC guys a bit. I think Pog and Rog aren't going. Yeah, to be, I think. I I'm yeah, I'm sure. not too sure. I did have the start list up here. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure UAE were all about uh, uh, Gaviria maybe or someone else. Christoph. Christoph. Yeah. Christoph and Gaviria yeah. are there. Yeah. And Trenton. Matteo, I'm sure, will put his hat in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who the leader yeah. is. Trenton will go for himself. <laughs> so, I, I disappointed Pog and Rog aren't there, but the, but the big three are. Um, can, the question is, can anyone else either be in the finish with them or, or upset them? Well, I think the best, best chance for anyone besides those big three is just, you know, when you come off the Poggio on the downhill, a little bit of hesitation come over the top, they sit up for 10 seconds. That's that's how it's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit of luck involved. Sargon's a descender. So is Mathieu. So is Alaphilippe. <laughs> that's the thing though. You're like, oh, there's, there's got to be some kind of weakness in the package. Like there's nothing. There's actually nothing. They've it's, got it all. It's it's just that timing off the Poggio. Hope for some hesitation. That's the only way it'll I be, see it. It'll be too hard for the sprinters, you'd think? I think so. What's Caleb? Has Caleb done a good... Milan San Remo before he's been second there second. when Nib- when Nibali won solo Caleb yeah, won right. best of the rest five meters off off Nibali but the um, pal- it was a more of a peloton type feel yeah. yeah I don't remember who was the big attackers on the Poggio that year but uh, yeah well Nibali obviously was Nibali. but I don't know who else was there I can't remember mm. 
just I know I know I know the Poggio isn't the final climate strata, but the way he went up that, like no one, no sprinter in their right mind can be close to that. No. It was out of control. No. And we're not classifying Van Art as a sprinter here, are we? No, he's yeah. he's not a sprinter. But he also wins the sprint. If it <laughs> yeah. comes down to a sprint, <laughs> exactly. he'll win the sprint. But also <laughs> uh Vanderpoel probably beat him in the sprint too. Like that's it. Even if they get to the finish, there's still genuine chances to win. It's not like, oh, the sprinters are here. It's a Bennett Ewan show. Mm-hmm. It's not. And it's, they're it's they're a- also they're also taking um yeah, Alphilippe is there, but Bennett's also there too. So it's a nice little two pronged for. And the other one that's there that- is Ballerini's there as a little intermediate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ackerman's there. He'd be he would be official four favorite, wouldn't he? Yeah. Ballerini, you'd think. Pull that down a bit. He would be official four favorite, Ballerini. Uh. Fourth favorite in the race in in, a, in, our, in our eyes, yeah, it'd be Alaphilippe, Van Aert, Van der Poel, Ballerini would be the fourth favorite, you'd think, or am I mate? Are you disagreeing with me? I d- I just question where he sits, like what what the race outcome would be where he's. So you reckon it'll be an elite sort of group of eight that have broken away? So like your Kukoskis and Pidcock or something like that will be in there. Your Nasons. Your GVAs. I think I don't think they're there. They're, they're not even there. So it's just the three, and maybe have one. You, have you ever ridden the climb? Yeah. Have you raced it? No. It's not. It's not super steep. That, but so that after two hundred ninety k, it's 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 tricky, isn't it? But we see we see sprinters can win this race. Mark Cavendish has won this race. I know it was sort of a different time. We don't. Have I feel these. like we. I feel like we just throw out the rule book like on all previous editions. Like this is just this is a new. This is a new race with these these two guys plus Alaphilippe potentially turning up. Yeah. And they all don't have strong team. I don't think Jumbo are taking a strong team. Does and uh, Vanderpoel definitely doesn't have a, the strong team. So they, they just it's, go it's, out and ride by themselves. Yeah, it, it is the race though where you don't need a strong team yeah. because it's so flat, it's so long. You just need a couple of guys to keep it together till Chipressa and Poggio. Fun fact, they're, doing a, they're showing it fully live, the whole... Milan San Remo for the first time. Mm. It's probably not the one day race to show fully <laughs> live, is it? It's, it's the only <laughs> There's a good six hours of not much. There, there, the yeah. The only reason it's acceptable that this race is so long is because of its rich, rich history. Yeah. If you started this race tomorrow, it like it's ridiculous. Well, ever since they protested the the Volta, I'd be scared to schedule any anything <laughs> over two hundred k. You say that the team is not important, but from the Trapressa to the Poggio, the team is so important. Yeah, like that run, like that run in. If you can, if you can be well looked after. I uh, yeah, I do agree. Maybe then, yeah, maybe it was a bit harsh then, for me to say you don't need a good team. No, but you don't need someone. You don't need Bora riding the entire stage. Mm. Well, in that case, Ineos have the best team there, in my opinion. Have you seen the depth on that Quick Step team? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, but, Quick Step, but Ineos. Similar trend. Yeah. No, so the question I have that's a deep team. The qu- <laughs> yeah, it's a deep team. The question I have is, what does Alaphilippe do when he crests the top of the climb with Van Art? Um, well, he knows he can beat them in a bunch. Can He's he done though? It. Well, can he? Like, a f- there's the famous was it Amstel or Lage Biasson Lage where he hit the bike last year. It was one of those. Uh, Flanders. Flanders. Flanders, sorry. Yeah. So it was the third one. <laughs> and then this year, he got beat by Vanderpoel at the hill and then he's beaten them at uh, Paris-Nice. Yeah. Uh, sorry, where were they? Were they at Paris-Nice or Torino? They were at Torino. Torino. But it was, a, it was an uphill kick. I just don't know if he's got the speed. Van Aert beat Caleb Ewan in a bunch. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's <laughs> genuine speed. He beat Caleb in a bunch sprint that dropped Egan on a climb. <laughs> and then Torch Ganner in the TT. That is just the summary. <laughs> That's a great trifecta, isn't it? Remember, Alaphilippe's won here before in a, in a small group. 2019, there was Nason, Kwiatkowski, Sagan was there, um, Van Art. So I think if, if I can see what I can see this happening, I can see Alaphilippe, Van der Poel, Van Art going over. Flying down the descent at wild speeds, not getting caught, and all of them just backing themselves yeah. in in a well, three-up sprint. Know, Alaphilippe and Vanderpoel will attack. Van Art, we're not sure. He's probably happy with a bunch. So mm. where mm. Alaphilippe has to attack because if he doesn't and it's a group finish, he's not the lead rider for Quick Step anymore. Correct. 
So, I mean, it sounds is, is, quite selfish, but... Is, is that what he's playing at? Is yeah. he playing at, well, Bennett's in the bunch, Ballerini's in the bunch. If I, I need to yeah, get on the... Correct. <laughs> Where Vanderpool could be like that some, uh, in future as well with their good sprinter now. <laughs> hmm. I don't, is there, I don't any, is there any Smokies? Well, I think Pidcock is the is a smoky well, I think there's heaps of Smokies a, because yeah, everyone else is a Smoky yeah. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. So, these three boys have to mark any attacks almost. Yeah, but I don't see anyone else with real danger causing them problems. You know what I'm saying? EF, like, yeah, Betty Ol's not to his form of what he was, is he? Oh, mm. I like Crar Anderson. Yeah, I'll Tour, give de, Tour de France-esque flyer. I, yeah, I, that's that's the you know the upset that I was talking about before. That little hesitation on the bottom of the downhill, someone coming over the top. That's that's bread and butter for him if he's there. Uh, you mentioned this before, Campbell, though. Christoph, just to dust, dust off <laughs> a little bit. Just get one one off-chops win for the year. He'll just it's wait possible. for stage one of the tour again. <laughs> it's possible. Matthews is there, but is he really... Is he really... Where does... Where, I just can't see how the race unfolds for him to win. So, my so my official smoky is John Degengold, just because of the form he's in. He's in some good touch. Hmm. I know he's a little bit older and his best is probably behind him. But if they get rid of the sprinters and Degan Gold's still there, he, he could easily, poten- not easily, he could potentially beat those guys in a bunch. We haven't even talked about DeMar. Mm. He, I, I saw a quote from him saying he's nowhere near those three boys. He said if it was a bunch yep. sprint, maybe. That's a pretty realistic summary of where he's at, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't bagged a win yet this year. Uh, Quinn Simmons for Trek. Stoyven for Trek. See, the, well, those, I, those names will never will always talk about Nason, Stoyven, Van Avermaet for one day just because of their resume, won't we? I as think in, so. Yeah. yeah, I think as long as they're around, that will they'll they'll come up in these conversations. Yeah. Hmm. And then Ineos is interesting. Ineos Quick, will throw a lot at it. Kwiatkowski, Ganna, Pidcock, and Ben Swift was hooking. Last year on that 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 hard finishes, and then Van Baal and Rowe are both. He's someone that would back himself in Swift in a in a bunch sprint. Why did three hundred k? He was almost a laughed Ineos rider left at Paris Nice and still was riding for Van Baal. Why wouldn't they be riding for Swift? Not sure. It was, it was well, no I found idea. That weird. You know who else was in half decent Nick? Heino, <laughs> Heinrich Hausler. <laughs> he ran so a, doing some good leadouts. He ran a drum a at. At one of the Europe Tour races, something he's run a drum at something this year. Yeah, he's and he's been he's been he's been around the mark. That uh, that sprint of him and Cav back in whenever it was two thousand and nine is one of the best drag races of all time. <laughs> These blokes are sprinting three fifty. The key point being, you said two thousand and nine. That's how long he's been around <laughs> I for. I know it's crazy. Swift has been second at this race before, just quietly. Two thousand sixteen. Hmm. I really want to get the Henrik Hausler result. So where, where where do you see where do you see Caleb and Bennett at Campbell? What, well, what role do they play? Yeah, I, I, are they going to get up over this climb within twenty seconds of these boys with a teammate? Caleb will have a teammate. You'd think binary. I'm going to say no. They don't. They don't feature. They don't, they don't even feature in this race. Probably right, not. All right, one... Uh, because also the sickness of Caleb doesn't help either. You know, you had to pull out of, mm. out of Torino. What's that last week? The races on Sunday. We don't know what sort of sickness it is, but if you're going to be winning San Remo, you've got to have a pretty nice nice run in, not interrupted. That's, Arno, that's why Arno, I don't like him. Arno Damar at his best would think he could get over this hill. Yeah, and Bennett is at his best. So he, let's not leave is, it out. He, he is at his best. Yeah. yeah, they also have the strength of teams, so they're going to be in good posse heading into that climb. But the issue with Bennett is he doesn't have the strength of the team riding for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Vanderpol got a little bit lost a couple of times. He gets at, himself lost in pelotons at Torino. If he if he's like that's a narrow entry, yeah, it that's is. a narrow climb. He'll be gone before then. 
You reckon he's going to go before the break? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I don't mind. I don't mind that call. If anyone's going to, if do anyone's going to do it, if anyone's going to try and light it up on the on the Chipressa, yep. it's him. Don't mind that early call. There's for me. There's too far in between. Like he's going to chew up so many bickies because it's it's like it's not steep climbing. That that uh, stage where he went wild from 50k to go, like it was just, just up down up down. Up. There was it's no like there was no flat track. It's not like it's not what like are that. your what are your thoughts? This is segueing a little bit. What are your thoughts on the on the rivalry, Vanderpol Van Aert? Do you think I it's think, do you think, think it's bringing cycling like it's a great thing for cycling? It is a great thing for cycling. Absolutely, yeah. And they and they need to capitalize on it. Like it's almost like yeah. tennis when Fed Nadal and they yeah. capitalized on it. Yeah, like you cycling touched, need to. You touched on this at the start, though. You were like, "Oh, it's not just Froomey. It's not yeah. like the the key part is there's two of them. Yeah. If there was one of them." It'd be like, ah, oh, just another hitter that just crushes everything. But because there's two of them, they're both the same background. There's that podium shot that always comes up from them, like under 17 worlds and like... Um, and they're identical at everything they do. Their strengths so are identical. So, it's not like uh, Froome v Quintana that had completely different mm. strengths and weaknesses. And I think what also adds to it... I don't think they like each other. No, and they, the famous Mads Pedersen win last year when they were both looking at each other and Pedersen just said, all yep. right, I'll go win. They said, okay, as long as he doesn't win. <laughs> they just didn't want each other to win. Yeah. I haven't got Mads Pedersen on my start list here. I don't think he, don't think he was. I don't know why. Because why isn't this he would going? Be a He's had a recent win, hasn't he? Bloody good. Yeah. Good race for he him. He'd be good smoky. Yeah, I mean, he'd probably come in as... as Fourth favorite, I think, behind maybe, the big three. Maybe they're all win for Vincesco. Sort <laughs> of comes down. To. Old Vince. <laughs> um, but yeah, back on the rivalry, I, I think it's extra good because there is that. They almost need to like, let's say it's two down under. It's not going to be two down under, but like the headline before it even says two down under, it's like Van Art v Vanderpol. Yeah, because like you touched on with the Federer Nadal, I think it's quite a an amicable relationship. Yeah. But these boys, like. There's a lot of history there, and they hate seeing each other win. I think mm. I non- like it. I like it a lot. And it's a non-cycling fan would read the article quite happily. Yeah, or like would watch it. Yeah, and it's always one or the other that's winning. Yeah. Then there's like this like tier of uh, traditional cyclists, like the roadies underneath them that are just going at it as well, which I think adds to it. Yeah. There's the famous non-cycling fan that goes like, "Oh, how does?" Froome win the tour when he's come 20th in every stage and doesn't win the bunch of sprints. Like these guys are the new age cycling fans where like they want to see them winning every stage. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The TDU needs to bring them to Australia. They paid for Sagan, didn't they? They got yeah, Sagan. They, well, they had Vance Armstrong as well. I'm sure Lance there's Armstrong. plenty of cash reserves to, yeah. to get these boys in, but yeah, I don't know whether they're... Are they there yet for the non-cycling public to, to know them? Yeah, maybe I. There's a couple of guys at the club that like cycling, and they really only understand if I talk Bernal, Roglic, Pogacar at the moment. Mm. Like the guys who are winning the mountains. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned Vanderpol, and someone goes, "Which one's that? Is that Van Art?" I'm like, "No, there's another guy called Vanderpol. Like yeah. very similar. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he is like the man at the moment. But obviously, just for us nerds. <laughs> I think I think the one day is like. If if the pub if it was more accessible for the public would be more exciting than a than a tour de France. Oh, it's accessible really. now. They just need to promote GCN, don't we? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like the tale is there to be told. There's just no one to put the hype around it. Yeah. One day classics. Like I'm only starting to learn this last couple of years more about the one day classics. I've always been just a tour a tour duro man. Yeah. And then the Volta sort of came in, and now I'm the whole. Calendar, including the Europe tours, the yeah. Sam's I was watching the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point being that you had to learn that it doesn't yes. just it's not yes. like oh, I like AFL. So the one day That's classics, it. yeah. If you get an amateur rider, they want to ride the Tourmalet. They don't want to go ride Paris Roubaix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The tour is the tour. The isn't tour is it? tour. Yeah. Everyone starts with the tour. Yeah. So can you get these boys to the tour? Does Vanderpol's team have a have a wild card to the tour? Do we I know? think Matthew can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. So if he said I want to go to the tour, the tour will bring their team. I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, well, I think he has that sort of pull. They'd, e- they'd even cunt cut their French Conti team for him. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I mean, you'd be silly not to, wouldn't you, as an organizer? If Matthew a- wants to come, you say, "Nah, I don't fancy it." There was an interesting fact around the Giro. The Giro cut one of the Italian teams that have been there every thing for the last 20, 30 years. I wish I knew more about it because for, it would have been a great story. For cut them from the Giro. From 
for, for, but to bring, for what? To bring someone else. I cost? think it was the either the Quintana team or the Vanderpool team. Uh, yeah. 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 I only know them as their name. Tips. Quintana team or Vanderpool team. What Tips. are they? Al- Sam Tips. Sick and uh, <laughs> Alps and Phoenix. Yeah. Tips. Tips, 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 tips. The Milan San Remo. Milan San Remo. Then we got a little rest, don't we? There's uh, like a two of the, Mor- the Normandy or something like that. Maybe. I'll get back to you on that way. Okay, sorry. I know, Fl- I know Flanders is Easter Sunday, which is the 4th of April, so maybe there's a... It's a little break, but Catalonia would When be I say up. break, there'll be a Monday to Friday off. There'll yeah. still be the Saturdays yeah. will still be on. Yeah, hot and heavy. Mm. Uh, tips, talk to me. Uh, all right, well, I'll go. I'll, I'll pick three and leave one of the big three out and get a smoky in there. So mm. I'll go Vanderpoel. Is this your top three? Vanderpoel will win. I'm a massive Vanderpoel man. I, he's just got so much ticker. Yeah. Um, and Van Art will come second. Julian will get lost amongst it all. And I'll go Degg and Gold for third. You're big on Tekken Cove, aren't you? you? That's my Smokey. He's just racing well. That's all. Not doing much. Just he's in the right groups at the right times. Yeah, okay. Well, I could just say Alephal I'm, third. I'm, I think Wood Van Aert's going to win. You reckon he'll get, he'll get it back on Vanderpoel? He'll get it back. So has Vanderpoel got bragging rights at the moment? I think so. Because of Strade? Or does Woot first, second that's, in Paris? That's the other piece about the rivalry, though. Last year was the Van Art show. Yeah. Like, he was everywhere. Vanderpoel's like, come back. Vanderpoel did touch him up at Flanders in the two-up sprint. But that was it. That was kind of like the only head-to-head. Vanderpoel's done five special things this year. And Van Art's like, we're just talking about how he was riding at the front as a GC rider like, and win the bunch sprint. They're both special, but I think Vanderpoel's got bragging rights with 2021 so far. So maybe yeah. that's yeah. Woot. I think Woot's going to win based off his entry into the into that that final climb. He's going to be in mint posse, and that's going to be the difference. Um, Vanderpoel still comes second, and I think Bennett will win the best of the rest. So you reckon those two will get away? It'll be a group. Those two will get away. Just that it'll be it'll be a Flanders replication. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm also going to go with Vanderpoel. I really really (laughs) like him at the moment. He's got so much panache and just the way he celebrated when he won that stage, Torino, where, you know, he got lost a couple of days before and then the next day he comes out and he gives a big celebration. I've even just given him a follow on Insta as well. Have you? I've just started following him. Do you get a follow back? No, no, follow back. But I don't normally like following because when I wake up, it's ruined the result if I've checked Instagram first. Yeah. So I like to watch the replays and whatnot. But Vanderpoel deserved to follow. Um, <laughs> and then the rest, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think, yeah, I think Van Aert in second and I'll just go Give there. Give me a Smokey. I mean, my, my Smokey's Cry Anderson. Okay. Yep. I, I like him a lot. So your your attempt there is Cry Anderson's attacked, Vanderpoel, Van Aert catch him and he holds on for third. Nah, my... What I'm seeing is Cry Anderson comes over the top of those boys. They've gone on the they've gone on the climb. They're on the downhill. They all sit up, start watching each other. Cry Anderson comes Mads from the back. Mads Pedersen style. Two k to go. Hesitation. Don't see him again. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's going to be great drama. I love what having a ride on post game because I don't sleep well post games yeah yep so i'll just sit you. up i won't watch the full six hour matthew keenan special but what i'm watching <laughs> into the last the last hour or two <laughs> i didn't really give a smoky in mind i was pretty traditional uh a traditional answer and i would say christoph but i think the weather's meant to be quite good if it was like pissing rain yeah, yeah christoph dirty bunch kick i'm like, disappointed i didn't mention an ineos rider as well because i like what their team has taken yeah their team's got a lot to offer they do all of pretty much all of those guys probably besides puccio and and roe i think can, rose can feature rose's winning days are behind him yeah but i think he's one of the best team captains you Correct. you want to have him on your team mm. and garner garner will be able to get anyone he wants to whatever group he wants. Exactly. Apart from UAE stage one, he couldn't catch the the Eklons. That was Harper said that didn't he or Schultz on one of your interviews? On uh, he said he said when even when yeah did Schultz do the UAE tour? Yeah, UAE tour. Yeah, he said the Eklons on stage one were crazy, and even Garner couldn't yeah. get from one group that, to the that other. Was, yeah, that was his analogy. It was yeah. like 
doesn't matter if yeah, Filippo Ganna winning yeah. at he said this at the time, winning every TT possible. Not anymore. <laughs> um, you're not making that split. Like yeah. you just need to be in the mixer. Yeah. Um Smokey. Jasper Stuyven. <laughs> mm-hmm. They all blend into one person. They like do all blend into one person. The others have got to. The others have got to look like. The, so, like we we're talking about with Mabworth Smith winning that stage, the others have to look at themselves so hard for anything to go right for any any of these opportunities to come about. And I'm really disappointed that I can't say Mads Pedersen. There's got to be some reason is why he's not there. Is he doing something else? I'm disappointed I can't say Pogacar. It'd be good if we had, yeah. Just going wild from the bottom. Oh, well, Pog's shown that he can stay with them. I don't think he'd have to get rid of them on the climb as well. Yeah. And the other Smokey for third is Hino. For third. <laughs> was it Strag? Did Pog come? Pog finish with the group on Strato? Was, was he on Strato? Yeah. Or am I thinking about the Vanderpoel win at Torino where Pog nah, Pog, was Pog got his doors blown off when um when Matthew went Matthew Estrada. went yeah. yeah but he but he came fourth or something with Yeah, he won group. he won the, the yeah, best of the rest. Best of the rest. Mm. That's easily the highlight of the year so far. Vanderpoel blowing a fit looking Alaphilippe off his wheel at Strada. <laughs> Hopefully something like that. From the front. Again. From the front too. From the front. Literally just rode him off his wheel. And actually when Alaphilippe first attacked, I'm like Alaphilippe looks good. Mm. <laughs> that was crazy. He went backwards. I think that's all. That's all. That's a crazy that start was, to a was, cycling year. That was a good unpack. I enjoyed that. That's a crazy start. We haven't even got to the, any sort of Grand Tour race. Yeah, and there's heaps to run before we even get to the Giro. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot in the next month or so. All I think the, it's all the big classics. six old weeks, yeah. And just the calendar of the good riders, where they're going to go. Yeah. Like you want them all at the Tour, they're not going to be there. Hmm. Pog and Rog will be, but the other three, who knows? Yeah. Just on other news, you're starting your football season tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Yes, round one um, against Frio at the G. We tend to get an interstate team round one at the G. It tends to be our, our main round one fixture. Hopefully, we get our 50,000. There's been a bit of you pressure think, on Melbourne. Think, you think they would? Melbourne to be able to fill, <laughs> fill out the 50,000. <laughs> um, we've got 40,000 members. So, therefore... 35,000 of them will be down at their beach houses at Sorrento. So, therefore, we get 5,000 then. <laughs> that will that, come. And the other 100,000 supporters are MCC members. And then all the big... Oh, we got a massive Frio contingent in Melbourne, don't we? Yeah. So, they'll all be there as well. Um, no, look, I, I've, to be completely honest, not just pumping Frio's tyres up, I've picked them to come eighth this year. Well, in the top eight. Um, so good young midfield I group I reckon they're a year. good young team. They, t- they touched us up in Cairns. We were playing for finals last year and they beat us in Cairns. So... Um, a big good game. Fife is obviously a superstar. We've got some good names back. Oliver Brayshaw come back from that doggies loss that we had a couple of weeks ago. Still no tall forward, although Tommy McDonald, that's probably selling him short, but Wiedemann and Brown are still injured. Mm. Viney playing a VFL game this week. Melksham's playing a VFL game this week. But any any young blokes in the James in the Jordan picture? on debut. Yep. Uh, midfielder. You would have thought our midfield was relatively hard to get into. We've... Br- Brayshaw, Oliver, Harms, and Petraka are all playing, mm-hmm. and we've still managed to squeeze in James Jordan and Tom Sparrow. So there's a lot of midfielders. Yeah, we're talking like the cycling rule books just changed completely. Like any man, his dog can be a top top contender yeah. in the world to an hour. Is it changing in AFL at all? Or is it still pretty just how it is? How it uh, was? There's there's some certain positions like full forward, center forward, full back, and center back will never change, and then ruck. And then everyone else is a midfielder. Oh, there's a lockdown defender. You get a little lockdown defender, like a Neville Jenner for us. There is there is a lockdown defender. Um, but Salem is a midfielder that has a good kick, so we put him on halfback. Um, Alex Neil Bullen's a midfielder who's a little bit small, so we go, all right, you're small, you can be a forward pressure player. Like it's just delegating people different roles. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the rules are going to do. I haven't stood the mark yet, so I don't know anything about the stand in the mark one. The team still have opened it up. The boys looked tired last night. Didn't they? That fourth quarter, everyone was dead on their feet. Um, Apart from my boy, Oscar McDonald, who looked like um, Corey McKernan out out, (laughs) out there at one stage. Goal with his first touch. (laughs) Yes, from a downfield free kick. That's (laughs) almost the ultimate. (laughs) In your first ever game for a club, you were a sub who got a goal from his first kick from a downfield free kick. (laughs) uh, That is ultimate. 
Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. I think I'll stay on the ground a bit, especially in the second half. All right, I reckon they'll try and waste a subs uh, rotation Just on me. Just get you behind the ball. Well, hopefully, nah, now we've got a Ruckman that we trust to be able to put in, in there in Luke Jackson. Yep. I might be able to go forward a little bit. Mm, hello. Get a couple of snags. <laughs> so snags are like winning stages where playing the ruck all day is just staying relevant on GC. Yeah. So now I get a chance to go for a couple of stage wins. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exciting rather than just always sitting high on GC. Yeah. <laughs> I like the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thanks, Thanks guys. That was Thank fun. You. I needed to talk. I needed to get off my chest what was happening in the cycling world. So I'm glad I was able to come in and do it. Mm. Plenty more to come. Plenty more to come. It's only just started. It's only the beginning.